and welcome back to another episode of the crew podcast thank you for joining us whether you're just watching or listening or both uh, we're glad to have you here um today we have a special podcast planned all of our podcasts are special but yeah today's a another a real special, special very one. special day very special um <clears throat> anytime we interview somebody though it's special anytime yeah yeah you're right that's true anytime any, any it's other than us three yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm sure everyone's happy about that right also, might I note in the be- at the beginning we said, <laughs> "Don't get comfortable with, uh, with our faces," and, and here we are, four uh, how many podcasts later, in? At least I changed mine. That is right. Oh yeah, yeah Zach did get a haircut. Yes, I got them all cut. Looks yeah. better. Yeah. Thank you. Cl- he cleans better. up nice. Yeah. Um. Anyways, today we do have a special guest. Um. Blessing, you want to give a little intro or Zach? Actually, let's switch it up. Let's yeah. get. Let's do Zach. Yeah. All right. We got ourselves today the one, the only, Matt Cruz from Victory Church. That's me. <laughs> That's me. At least you didn't do what our last guy did. <laughs> this man legit said, Kermit the Frog here. It started off like that, and we were like, yeah, yeah we're we... cutting that out. <laughs> I can do that. We're good. We're good. It's just, it's perfect the, the, the way it is here. Okay. Might I ask, the hair, bro, H- how is that maintained? Like, through it's love, immaculate through, through love and affection <laughs> that's all not nah, seriously it's a blessing and a curse really it's a blessing uh, that no. joke was also made <laughs> yeah. in the last podcast <laughs> was it yeah. you cut that out there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, but um, someone watched our podcast <laughs> i feel like i feel like everybody who has curly hair goes through this phase in their life like i went through it when i was younger mm-hmm. like i didn't want curly hair because everybody else didn't have curly hair right so I was like, I need to get rid of these because I can't do wh- what like, everyone else. Can I can't do. do what everybody else does. Yeah, yeah. So like, I tried to cut it real short and like comb them out, and then I just embraced it, and here we are. Here we are. Changed your life. Changed my life. So when you wake up in the morning, like how it's, long does it take for you it, to? I have to. I have to like wet it. It has to be. I have to go in the shower mm. okay. because if I don't like, or if I, I have this bonnet. So just picture me in a bonnet. <laughs> Okay. That's all you got. That's all you got to know. Yeah. So, cause it's like a, it's like a cap that I have to wear. Like, if I like wash my hair at night and like put like the product in it and stuff, mm-hmm. that's the only way that I could possibly not wet it in the morning. So I've done that a couple of times, but typically it's just easier for me to get in the shower. Obviously, shower in the mornings, stay clean, cleanliness mm-hmm. next to godliness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, <clears throat> just like wetting my hair gets it to where it's like because it's literally like a freaking afro in the mornings it's crazy i bet yeah it's, it's I, I, I remember when you used to have not i don't think you had afro but i, I know you had like handlebar mustaches a uh, mustache dude dude that was i had a so like last last year uh-huh during march i had a mustache the whole month of march but nobody saw me because quarantine oh wait did, did, did y'all i started it so like I probably came into a church a couple of times with the with the handlebar in. I, 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 yeah, yeah. And then I just kept it the whole month because I wanted to do mustache march, just like a thing. Yeah, yeah. My friends I, I, I remember did. y'all did that, and I was yeah. like, bro, he looks so different. I, I legit did not did not know who. So you I'm were. planning on doing it again. So I'm gonna cut all of this <laughs> oh, off. No. So it's gonna. It's, it's, I can't. I need my beard. Yeah, I, I, I need I, mine too, I but I just do it because I'm like just this. This, this will always too. come back. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm scared to cut my hair because I'm like. That mm. might be gone one day, <laughs> yeah. but the beard will grow back. The beard for sure. will always be there. Heck yeah. Do you do you use any beard oil or anything? I to have to, dude. You do. So I use like this balm. So it like oh, it's a balm. Okay. So like it is essentially an oil that's like in like a paste form. 
but I can tell when I don't use it because my beard is like, it feels like it's like fluffy. Gotcha. Yeah, when when I put stuff in it, it like it like kind of lays better. it down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I I, sure. I got mine from Casey actually. Did you? Yeah, he yeah. he told me about one and I was like, shoot, let's try it. Yeah. So he gave me a little a little bottle. It's been working pretty good. Yeah. I like it. You don't have anything you. on your face though. Huh, bro? No, it it gets it gets like this. It, it look I look like a. Shoot, I don't even know, bro. It's, it's mm-hmm. I look like a bad Santa. <laughs> and then, like, it's it, it, like, curls out like this, and, like, it looks like, I don't know. It's crazy. But <clears throat> it, it I, I do agree. It, like, lays it down, and it makes it nice, nice sure. and neater. Neater, that's a word. <clears throat> yeah. But um, anyways, I got a few questions that we can go through. It's would you rather questions just to, you know, stimulate our brains. <laughs> How it feels. Let's get simulated, dude. Let's get simulated. <laughs> Let's get simulated. I can also put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> nah, that shirt ain't gonna go around. <laughs> on the back go, of the oh, yeah. on the back of Jacob shirt. I'm blessed <laughs> Jacob and I love God. Let's get simulated. <laughs> <laughs> Those shirts will be coming out next month. <laughs> yeah, bro. <clears throat> Um, but anyway, so the first would you rather question, um, and I think we can just like I'll, I'm gonna ask it, and then we'll just like I can see see who would who would rather. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the first one is um, would you rather have no taste or be colorblind? Colorblind, easy. For real? Easy. Hundred percent. Colorblind. Yeah. What about you, Zach? What do you? What would you? I think I'm gonna go with colorblind. Yeah. How I, colorblind I, I, are you? I, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> like. Black and white, like yeah, with grayscale. That's all you see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, colorblind for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's no taste would be brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I I like when I had COVID, like I couldn't taste or like smell much. I I couldn't taste at all. Like I would drink Coke and it would just taste like carb. Like I would taste the fizziness, or I guess I would feel the fizziness in my mouth. But I would it would just taste like sweet water. It's the worst yeah. thing I've ever heard. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's. But sucked. also think about like you you would go to the beach and just see grayscale. I know it would suck. Like, like, just that would be pretty brutal. It would be horrible. Like, just living life. Think about if you were if you had no taste, you could live so healthy. That's true. Cause that, you yeah, just, that, you that, that, that is that is one. It doesn't matter if it tastes bad. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but then people could pull a prank on you and give you some weird stuff to eat. Why are we going there, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like that's what I would do to somebody with no taste. I mean, <laughs> that's uh, where I would. That's where I would. Go. I'm not lacking taste and just. Completely blind. <laughs> like, I'm still seeing what I'm eating. <laughs> I can say no, bro. <laughs> I, I can still see it. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. All right. So color colorblind. We agree colorblind. No, yeah, that would, that I would think be so. It. Okay, I agree too. But I feel I like Matt was changing his answer. No, no, well, no okay. I, I, I was just, just I was just weighing out all the options. Oh, okay. Devil's advocate, you know. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. The second question that we have is, um, would you rather get stranded um, in Antarctica or in the desert, like the Sahara Desert? <clears throat> so, so basically, where it's like a desert but like really cold, or like a desert but really hot. This one's a little tougher. I feel like. How long are we there? Like just like. Um, inevitably, just like you're just there perpetually. You're you're stranded. So I'm um, I'm gonna say probably like a month. M- yeah, let's say let's just say a month. Gosh. I I, I feel like I feel like 
I don't know. They're both kind of bad. Like, but but thinking of like um, the chances of someone coming to find you in Antarctica. In Antarctica, it's, it's like next to zero. But like, I feel like you would have better luck. How would you escape Antarctica? I can't. I can't swim that cold water, bro. No one can, bro. I, I, I can't swim at all. You can't swim. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. So Antarctica or a desert, right? <laughs> you can't swim. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. I never but but swim. I think in like the Sahara Desert, like it gets below freezing at night. Yeah. Too. So it's yeah, like, it's still it's cold. like extremes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the the only thing that scares me about Antarctica is that there's like. I guess it, there's the extreme of heat and like the animals that live there too. But the animals that live in Antarctica are like savages, like polar bears. Oh yeah, polar bears are the most Wait, vicious bear. Do polar bears live in Antarctica? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought they're only in the the um. It's cold though. It's cold. They're there. And orcas, dude. Orcas are down there. Killer whales. Well, I'm not I just went to SeaWorld and they told me that. They told me that they were down there. He went to SeaWorld. Okay. <laughs> I was there. I was there. <laughs> He's the expert, bro. <laughs> Are you looking that up? Yeah, I'm. Lo- I, I'm actually. You got to fact check that. <laughs> yeah, we're, fact we're, check we're the fact polar bear. Everything. Cause they're. Yeah, polar bears live in the Arctic, but not Antarctica. It's close enough. Well, one would probably find its way down there. If I was there. <laughs> one would just <laughs> swim, bro, all the way. Dude, that'd be brutal. <laughs> From pole to pole. <laughs> but I was like looking up how big so polar whoever, bears were the other day. Whoever told you that information, I see we're all not to you. <laughs> well, no, orcas. Are no, orcas. There. I know orcas like, like um. I don't know if that's like their mating grounds or whatever, but I know they they travel there. That's that's the thing. Dude, polar bears, nine hundred and ninety pounds. Oh my god! And they can stand between eight feet and ten feet. Oh my god! That's that's, that's scary, that's bro. That's a basketball goal. Dude, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's and they're a, a thousand bear? pounds. That's the biggest bear. They're, they're, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure they're the, they're half the a ton, eight to ten feet. That that's that's that. Can you yeah. imagine a polar bear staring down at you? What would you do? Run. No, would you I, run? Would you run is, is that would you run swim? <laughs> bro? They swim. Just accept my fate, bro. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over. I'm gonna crack a coke. You see me? Like, does this work? Why are we thinking this? Where does, that, where does the coke come from? You just got like a like a bunch of coke with you, bro. You have like a one in however many polar bears exist. That that's the coke polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking my chances, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But thinking of like the desert though, like there's still things that are deadly there. First of all, like there's like no water. Like here, at least you can get some water, like in Antarctica, and even ice just melting it somehow. Just licking it. Ow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just slurp into the mic. Just. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I promise we clean these mics. But um, <laughs> gotta wipe down but, these mics after this. <laughs> it's getting too stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> Two stimulation, but um, <laughs> but no, like there's water in Antarctica, but I feel like there's there would be less water in like an actual like the regular desert, like a hot desert. <clears throat> I right about that. So I mean, and and you can go longer without without eating, or no, without yeah, yeah. without eating yeah. than drinking. So. It's true. So I mean, I I don't know to take your, but then again, if you're stranded, do you really want to live longer? You know what I mean? Then we get into that whole psychological mind game. But <clears throat> I don't know personally. I think that the desert would would be it for me, cause Same. cause I I would just I I would go somewhere where I can I can get rescued and yep. I feel like I feel like if you're in Antarctica, like you're away from civilization, like yeah. there's no way. No, that's fine. But <clears throat> if you're stranded in the desert, like 
you have a chance of getting to at least some kind of civilization. You can get it, or people might be in the desert. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, and like you'll have more things flying overhead, so yeah. you can always get rescued that way. But that's, that's my argument for the desert. Yeah, that was, mine too. that was mine too. That was mine too. I would agree with that probably. Yeah. Would, yeah. All right, and then um, <laughs> what do you say? That's it. I said, and I you can't just, swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too. That's yeah. my major thing. Yeah, he's like the desert because I can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blessing Jacob and I can't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll add that on the back as well. That's going to be on the sleeve. <laughs> It'll be, I'm blessing Jacob. I love God. Let's get simulated. I can't swim. <laughs> oh, man. All right, the next question is, would you rather talk to animals or speak all human languages? Speak all human languages for me. Really? Yeah. I can... I'm Talk to animals, because then if you're stranded with that polar bear, dude, like, yo, 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 I can get you a coke. Right. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. But still, dude. But like, language. you would literally be like, you would have power over nature. But think about it. Like, like I feel like all human languages. That's that's attainable. I mean, obviously, like you can teach yourself language. You can teach yourself language. Yeah, but how much would we do that though? What do you mean? But if you could already talk to animals, I'd be like, okay, now I want to talk to everybody too. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. You're literally like Percy Jackson, lightning thief. You're a demigod at that point. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> but think like like honestly like like you can you can legit tell animals to like like back off or like get over there. Back off, lion. They'd really listen though. I think if they we can do, try. <laughs> If it's better than do, not like, being able to talk, talk to, to them, them and they just maul you. It'd be it'd be over. It, what would you say? Like if animals knew you could talk to them and like they understand them, mm -hmm. that you'd be you'd be like homies with like crazy animals. Yeah, pit bulls and squirrels. I feel like if pit bulls were, like, were, were squirrels, talk, <laughs> like they'd, they'd actually be he went just from chill. pit bulls to squirrels. <laughs> put them as pit crazy bulls, squirrels. Animal. What was it? Was it Phineas and Ferb where, like, they were like, "Don't mess with the squirrels." Oh no, no, it's a different show. Nah. The only thing I remember <laughs> from Phineas and Ferb no, was the, the, Rick and Morty. Oh, that was the, 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 the Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. What was it, Rick and Morty? Yeah. He's like, "Don't mess with the squirrels, Cause Morty," because he because he, he was listening. The, yeah. yeah, the device to hear them and like some squirrels. Oh, are plotting oh, here. yeah, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> to overthrow. Oh my gosh. The government like uh, Costa Rica or something. Yeah, 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 and then and then they were like. I think that kid can hear us. And then, like, all these squirrels start chasing <laughs> him down the street. So, th so that might be the one thing that might happen. Like, there might be, like, a secret underground society of animals. And then, like, you're the one guy that can hear and speak. And they're like, oh, no, he has to go. Yeah. And like, you're not fighting off animals. Yeah. It's just not yeah. happening. They're it's gonna just, break it's just a matter of, like, how, how, you, how you use that, I guess. Like, you, you, you could either, like, go all in and, like, just talk to the animals. Or you can just, like... Kind of like act like you don't hear them, but like you still hear them. Well, first of all, who would believe you if you said you talk to animals? But people would think you're crazy. Like, and, and that's and they believe yeah. me when I tell and that my, squirrel to move over there, and it does. And my no, but my question is, do you speak to animals in your language or in their language? Like, so like if you see a dog, you're going bark, bark, bark. Like you're barking at it, and like that's how like they understand you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause then that changes sure, that, it. Cause that, that might be a little weirder. Cause then like you're not like it's not like cool like Doctor Doolittle. Like hey, what's up? It's like yeah, yeah. I, I it's, like it's like you're like, making chipmunk noises and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Go <laughs> like, up to cow. Moo. <laughs> 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 
don't think Calisthenics is I think it's more Maybe. like a I think it's more like a you know? It kind of is yeah, that. Okay, that was yeah, good. Whatever. You've been a lot. Of, you've been around a lot of cows. I think you speak to animals, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I speak in their language. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so so you said human I'm languages. I'm speaking human languages. And what was the argument for that? I'm just wanting to speak all human languages. For what purpose? Because I mean, how cool would that be, though? That would be so cool. Like you Dude, just you, you can just imagine working, and you can be like I. Someone asked if you could speak this language, you'd be like, Yeah, same person. I think for like party tricks, I would go animals because then somebody's dog, I would be like, like I would walk into the party and then like me and their dog would be homies, just chilling. But like <laughs> practically, <laughs> yeah, practically, yeah. And he's just like, he's just like nodding his head, like yeah, yeah, yeah. woof. <laughs> but I think for like practicality, like for actual real world use, yeah, like. Dude, being able to go anywhere and just speak language, that, that'd be like nice even so like th- even like the languages that like there's not even like written mm-hmm. that aren't even written languages yet, that, yep. but they speak it and you can speak those languages. That's that would be crazy. I, I I mean, you can fact check me on this too. My my brother works um, at Chase Bank up in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and he Minneapolis I think has the highest population of Somalian people in the United States or Minnesota does but Minneapolis has a lot of Somalian people mm. and you know Somalians it's a country off of I think it's in Eastern Africa I think it might be an island off of East Africa yeah I think it is um, so how they got to Minnesota there's like a thing he told me I forgot but um, he said that their language was not written up until like the mid 1900s whoa so it would all it was just all Spoken? It was just all spoken language. Wow, that's crazy. So it's kind of crazy. I, you can fact check me on that, or somebody can. Somebody listens to this and they're like, dude, "Dude, it's wrong." But like, that's <laughs> I, think, I think about. I think that's what he told me. But he, he can actually speak the language a little bit now because the branch that he works at, he's like he's like it's seventy percent like of their customers are like Somali. are Somalian people, wow. and they and they all speak the language. They speak English, obviously. They live they live right, in right. Minnesota, but like, <clears> um, they they do speak the language and. So like he's had to speak the language a little bit, mm-hmm. and so he's he's picking up language pretty quick. And I'm like, that might be your thing, because like some people can just do it. Some people are good at languages like that. Yeah, yeah. picking things up. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but it is it is kind of cool. So now he like he'll speak like Somalian to us a little bit, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's crazy. Yeah. Are you getting are you like getting exposed to Spanish a lot? Hola. That's about it. <laughs> 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 no, like I I'm learning a little bit, but yeah. I haven't like tried so i think that's i think i need to work on that do they speak a lot of spanish around each other uh her grandma speaks no english oh so okay okay if her grandma and her grandma lives in plant city so if her grandma's over like they're just speaking spanish mm. um and then her other grandma from puerto rico was here this is my girlfriend by the way oh she's, yeah yeah. She's, she's, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for context mm-hmm. she's from puerto rico her family whatever uh but her other grandma was here so like both grandmas were in the same room mm-hmm. and then obviously her mom and Johnny all speak Spanish. So yeah. like, I was just sitting there like, Hola. But language is important, man. Like, language is important. For it's, sure. it's crazy. You can get far. We, t- we take far. for granted. I feel like, or I, I feel like most people probably take for granted their language, but I feel like as English speaking people, we like 
take for granted or we somehow like make it way more like yeah. something than it is and I'm like but there's like eight billion people in the world that oh, yeah. some of them mm-hmm. have no clue how to speak your language yeah. Yeah. you don't know how to speak theirs mm-hmm. but they still but they still communicate yep you speak language yeah yeah I, I speak so so mine there's like a bunch of languages in India it's crazy how many dialects were there did you say I think there's like close to 2,000 it's crazy yeah it's it's, crazy. it's 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 like going from here to Georgia and they speak something different and it's it's crazy because like the roads that are there like the um the the roads that would take you from state to state and stuff like they'll have the same road sign but like posted four different times each in a different language in with like the languages of the the states surrounding it so that way like regardless of who's who's driving and what language they speak they can understand what's going on it's That's crazy. it's crazy there's 720 720 720 dialects is there is there like a universal dialect that most people would understand like hindi yeah i, I would say hindi most people can get around with hindi yeah yeah, because because like um, I think when they t- what, what they teach in schools <coughs> is like they'll teach English, they'll teach Hindi, and then they'll teach your language of that mm. whatever oh, yeah, state yeah, you're it in. It says the official Indian languages are Hindi. Yeah, that, that, that <coughs> is Hindi. Well, there you go. So yeah, yeah. Hindi. I don't know why I thought it was two thousand. I, I I I read somewhere where it was like one thousand nine hundred. There's probably something. like the major ones, and then they'll when you go into like the inner cities. Uh, you, yeah. There's probably like different like slangs. There might be including slangs and stuff yeah. like that. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, and and I I speak a language called Telugu, mm. and um we we speak we speak Telugu in our house a lot, um but can we you, also speak you, like a you, mix. Can of you give us a little snippet of some Telugu? A little snippet of some Telugu. Yeah, dude. Um, whenever people ask me to do this, I'm just like, what do I say? <laughs> just just be just like talk about the podcast, like intro the podcast just in Telugu. In in Telugu. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Welcome to Annapolis. <laughs> 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 I was listening so intently. He's like, bro, that's crazy. It sounds <laughs> like English. <laughs> <laughs> But I can say like something like um like like this is my computer. Uh it would be either not computer. I don't know like stuff like like uh, actual words like right. like um like I don't know what cheese is or like you know stuff like that. Um, there's like different words that I don't know, but like if you go there, they'll that's how they speak. Like we speak like a mix of um, English and Telugu, but we'll use Telugu for everything. But for like things like like I don't know like water or like um, computer or stuff like that, like we'll just put English in there. Mm. So like uh, my mom will tell me like. If if like um, you know how like mom's like, like, do you drink enough water? Like like my mom was like, water thagava, and then like that means like like did you drink your water? And then, but she won't say like uh, the actual word for water. I think is like nilu, like manchi nilu, which means like drinking water. Um, she won't say manchi thagava. I mean sometimes she will, but like most of the time it'll just be water thagava. And so I'll be like, no. <laughs> but um, our house we do. Do the we'll, same thing? No, we'll. Some words like water will say bubble. Oh, uh, so you'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends me, on. The it, word. Yeah, it just, it just, it's just very like. I'm sure, like you know, like like John Yelly probably like speaks like Spanglish. Dude, lot. like it's crazy, because, and, even. Because Spanish is one of those languages too. Because there's so many people that speak it, but they're all different places. Yeah, yeah. And then like, so words mean different things, mm-hmm. and then some <clears> people <throat> wouldn't say certain things certain ways, and then like. 
she talked about like how like you know like um mexican spanish speakers are actually like they speak spanish slower which to me i'm like that doesn't sound slow to me but like but, but like puerto, puerto rican speak, speak like crazy she speaks faster. english really fast sometimes i'm like i don't know what you just said in english so <laughs> that by down let's go back to the let's go back to the top yeah but like she like for for instance this is funny like parking like if they were gonna go if they were gonna say i need to like this is parking right like parking a car mm -hmm. they they it's not the spanish word but in puerto rico they like manipulated the word parking and called it palking like they use like a l so oh. that's how they would say it that's how she says it palking like that so i'm like it's literally this the english the word thing. but like they made it into like a spanish slang word Dude, in yeah. puerto rico so i'm like it's it's kind of interesting like how interconnected languages are yeah, and stuff yeah, like right, that right. so because yeah we, we 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 have the same thing i, I don't know if, i don't know about like i don't know if y'all ever heard this before um but <clears throat> I think the, the there's a British word for like toilet, which is like lettrin. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. But like we we say lettin, and the, and I, I, I wasn't until like much later in my life that I like realized that oh my god that derived from like lettrin like latrine that, like a latrine is that what it is uh -huh. yeah so see I'm not even <laughs> no, latrine yeah. is no, a word yeah, I, I guess I was I was like latrine I was like I know I know what he's trying to say is latrine yeah, yeah 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 so but but in India that's cool like, we say latin like yeah. that is toilet so there, and there's like a bunch of other words like that it's yeah, yeah. I, I I agree that it's like we just take super things and kind of like manipulate it so our own thing super crazy but that's good um languages Th that's great languages yeah, nice. this podcast is going all kinds of places <laughs> <laughs> i love it dude I love that's, it. that's usually how it is <laughs> love it. we we put an adhd warning like yeah. in our podcast yeah. so, sure. so they're, they're they're hopefully they expect it <laughs> but um yeah let's get on with the interview um <clears throat> i think i think through that i've gotten to know a lot more <laughs> actually of you <laughs> that i haven't known before yeah right. so that was actually kind of great but um um <clears throat> we have a couple questions here that we're just going to go through and um yeah, we'll just we'll just see uh, what you got what you got to say for us. But you want to kick it off, Zach? All right, all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <Got> my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Yo yo. <laughs> okay. So, seriously. Yes. Could you share a little bit about yourself, like your background, testimony? Yeah. And how you came to be a college and young adult pastor? Yeah. So for people who may listen. Uh, and don't know me, I am the college young adult pastor at Victory Church in Lakeland, Florida. Been doing that gig for about two years full time, almost coming up on two years. Kind of crazy how time flies. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, love that place. Love Lakeland. Not from Lakeland, from North Carolina originally. Um, but it's been great, man. Uh, I mean, anytime you can find like a church community, um, and like fit because that's kind of how that started for me um it just you, you know you know the feeling when like you just have like good community and like yeah. yeah it's that's kind of how that started so just to backtrack on my story a little bit grew up in north carolina in a christian home my mom's a, a credentialed ordained assemblies of god pastor she's oh. been working at our church my home church for 32 years now Mm -hmm. 31 32 years wow so i mean consistency longevity it's all there like she's yeah. been the worship pastor there for that long That's so amazing. she i mean she and if you know anything about victory church pretty traditional assemblies of god church um 
it's my home church is a lot like victory but just smaller so like 250 people 300 people okay. on a sunday mm-hmm. but like spitting image of victory church like balconies yeah we used to have the pews and like burgundy carpet instead of green yeah but like we they just changed all that recently but like literally victory church kind of crazy yeah. um orchestra choir all that good stuff mm-hmm. uh but i mean it was good man i have three brothers we all grew up doing like the sims of god stuff fine arts and jbq and royal rangers you did jbq uh-huh whoa for real yeah bro do you still remember any of the questions i did JB quotation you. question for 30 points bro you do that on the quotation ones where you had to quote the bible verses what I would like where you had to like say the bible verse word for word uh-huh yeah, yeah you, bro, i was you, like you, not doing you, that you, they were there bro they, they were they so, took so i was i was serious. i was like, i was pretty is. good at like lists so like me too i got really good at like the 12 disciples. Oh, same. Like, stuff like that. Same. I forget some of the other ones that I did. I mean, There's another 12 one, but I don't yeah, remember yeah, what yeah. it was. Those are all like the 30 points, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. All the, like the 12 disciples, the prophets. There, there, there were some kids, though, that I'm like, I'm like, you guys don't have any lives because they would, they would, you know, yes. like interruption question. And then you, you have to finish the question I know, and answer bro, it. They'd be like, what? They'd be like, oh, yes, I what, can answer like, that. They'd be like, what is, I'm like, <laughs> you don't even know what the question is, dude. Bro, There's no way you know. Joel was really good at like, I JBQ. saw him in action, dude. Dude, that man, that well, man. Because because you came to youth camp two years ago, right? Uh oh yeah 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 oh yeah. And you I and Joel remember. like Me carried Joel us, bro. That, that was on that. Game. That was cool. But from what mountain did God show Moses the Promised Land? Mount Sinai. <laughs> I think. I think. Wait. I, I don't know what it is. It's Mount Nebo. I'm pretty sure. Mount Nebo. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's terrible. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm There's a college too many pastor. Mountains, There's too many mountains. True. Grandfather Mountain. <laughs> Kilimanjaro. I don't teach much about mountains, guys. <laughs> uh, there wasn't even a mountain there. Let's be real. Uh, <laughs> it was a hill. It was a hill. <laughs> it was a theoretical mountain. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, so I grew up doing all that. Uh, it was good, man. I mean, like, I was grateful to grow up, like, in a Christian home, in the yeah. church. So did all that. Um, as far as what uh, I was planning to do with life, I mean, when I was younger, like I felt, I feel like every pastor's kid feels this, or at least people who are like really around the church a lot, like they feel called to ministry, which is good mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everyone is called to ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is called to ministry. Now, are they called to full time vocational? Definitely not. Not everybody <laughs> needs to do that. I w- like I w- like for me especially now I don't encourage students to go into full-time vocational. I, I encourage them to, to ministry because everyone's called to ministry, right. but I'm like, we need like young people who love God to be right. like in another vocation. We need them to be in the workplace. We need them right. to be inventors. We need them to be innovators. We need them to be creators, like not in the church mm-hmm. outside of the church, but to be able to support the church and bring people sure. into the church. And yeah. so like, I, I like, I, I'm grateful for that, but like, um, I, I kind of felt that, but I also felt that it was probably because like I grew up around ministry in a PK home, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that was probably in middle school that I felt that, but then I was like, nah, I want to make money with my life. Right. Cause pastors don't make money. That's the joke. <laughs> um, so I was like, you know, I, I want to do that. And I did the whole rebellion thing where like, Obviously, I was didn't not go to church because I didn't have that option. But like, definitely wasn't like living like I should have been. Probably in high school, did that. Um, probably up until my senior year of high school, and not to get into all the details of that. But my oldest brother, who's six years older than me, 
just turned 30, old man. Um, he, uh, he came home my senior year of high school mm-hmm. and lived with us after being like in school and never getting a degree mm-hmm. for four or five years. He was in school and never got his degree. Mm-hmm. Come to find out he was addicted to painkillers, all this stuff. Um, and we got him in team challenge, but through that situation, like God spoke to me very clearly and was like, you choose, you choose what you want because like, because the road of rebellion leads you to nothing to, to like an empty life. Mm -hmm. So he had been in school for like four years and never got a degree, like spent all this money, never got, I think he had 20 credits in four years because he never went to class, never did anything. So, cause, cause his, his life just ended up empty. Now, just to give you kind of like the praise report about all that, he went through teen challenge. God ch- like saved his life. That's what's up. I Amazing. mean, he's got his degree now. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. lives in Miami, um, works for a Bible resource to plug them. It's called the Bible study. It's a really cool resource. Oh, cool. That's um, awesome. so he's, he's down at Voo church with ritual Christian jr. Oh, yeah. So nice. he doesn't work there, but he's like super involved there. But like, he, he's his you would never know he was like a drug addict right. you would never know yeah so yeah. Awesome. very thankful for that but through that that's like i feel like where my journey like of like man i'm gonna walk in my calling began because mm-hmm. then i knew i'm called to ministry like everything that i wanted which was like i wanted to be like a chiropractor and make money and do something mm-hmm. that wasn't like like medical that wasn't super medical you know because like yeah. chiropractors like you know you are a doctor but are you a doctor <laughs> we don't know <laughs> but it is like a cool job and yeah, i was yeah, like dude yeah. i want to yeah. do that i want to have a beach house like i want to do i want to i want to like drive like a benz like i want to do yeah, all that yeah, bro. maybe i'll sell the book one day and be able to do that who knows but anyways uh <laughs> like i was like man but i'm i don't i'm not content with that like i don't i can't see myself doing that and so once i made the decision to like follow after my calling, I only applied to one school, which was Southeastern. I mean, I had great grades. I could have gone probably anywhere I wanted to, mm-hmm. but I only applied to Southeastern. And then I played football my whole life. So like a dream of mine, I feel like everybody's dream when they're younger and playing sports is to play college sports. Yeah. Yep. And SCU had just started their football team. I think they had just had one season where they actually played games before I came in in 2015. So I played one season of football at Southeastern, scratched that itch of playing college football. And I said, all right, I don't like that <laughs> because it's just like, it's, it's a mind, it's a mental thing at that point. Like you really? know, when you're, when you're like good enough to go play college sports, you're better than most people on your high school team. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it was. Like I wasn't like some super NFL all-star, but like I was better than most kids I was playing against, like just on a daily basis. Right. When I got to college, everybody's just as good as you and they want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And they're like psychopaths. So I'm right. like, you know what? I have, a, I have tests and stuff. And I'm, I'm actually like, I'm actually like here for school. So you guys keep, bashing each other's brains in i'm gonna go to class but now i finished that season it was great but like never did i ever feel like i was walking outside of god's calling by being at southeastern and i felt like that's exactly where i was supposed to be Mm -hmm. did that whole thing um got plugged into victory church which was changed my experience completely at southeastern like i love southeastern everything it stands for but a lot of uh people miss out on the fullness of the experience of like, especially ministry majors, because mm. I was studying children, youth and family ministry. So like, I was like, man, I need to be plugged into a church. Josh Peacock plugged me into victory. Oh, and so it was through him. Okay. Yeah. So like, that's kind of crazy. So I knew Josh before I knew Ben. That, that's and how now, it was and for now, me too. And now I work with Ben. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's cool. Um, and then Josh knew my brother, Ben, before he knew me. 
Your brother's so, name is Ben? Uh-huh. My, oh, okay. So Caleb is my oldest, Ben is second oldest, me. Oh, and then Ben's Ethan. oldest is also called Caleb. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. And then Ethan's the youngest, so. Um, but anyways. So many names you just said. <laughs> so, <laughs> many names. so many There's like double Ben's, yeah. double Caleb's. Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> but plus and Jacob. He loves God. He literally for God, man. for God. But... Um, <laughs> in the midst of everyone, blessing Jacob. In the midst of chaos <laughs> in a pandemic, <laughs> blessing Jacob is living for the Lord. No. <laughs> Somebody's gonna listen to this podcast and be like, "What are they saying right now?" <laughs> you had to be here. <laughs> oh my god! But this is what would happen if we ever do a live podcast, <laughs> bro. It would, oh it would be so bad. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would be very bad. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to not make this last forever. Oh no, you're but, gonna, um, you're gonna <clears throat> Just like when I got put into victory, I, yeah. I like my intention was just to serve, right? Because um, I I thought you know, and I'll graduate in four years, which was it was about two and a half at that point, and I'll apply to churches to be in youth ministry. That's what, like kind of where I saw where I was going, um, and I, I felt called to youth ministry. Um, so we're going to hit that in a second, but, um, was serving. There was some transitions at the church. Uh, one of the youth pastors was leaving. Josh O'Connor was leaving. Mm -hmm. yep. who was kind of overseeing all that stuff. They had hired some new guys who were Mark Hilton and Adam Lawley. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was a young adult ministry that had started. And then once Josh O'Connor left, like there was not really like a solidified here, we're passing the baton to you to lead that ministry. There was mm -hmm. nobody, to, they, they didn't really do that. Um, so the ministry had started back up um, with some people and I think the church, uh, some of the executives saw that like they needed somebody to lead it and I had a good relationship with Mark Hilton who was then leading kind of the next gen youth, young adults uh, ministries at that point and um, he was just like, dude, there could be a possibility for somebody to step in, and I feel like you you would do good, you would do a good job. Would you be interested? And this was like the end of my junior year at Southeastern. I was like, for sure. And I didn't hear anything about it mm -hmm. until like the next semester, which was like the fall of the same year. Mm -hmm. um, and eventually, which was that, that was my senior year uh, in the new year. So it was January 2019 they started to make moves and i think i think february one was probably when i started uh just like part-time mm -hmm. as the college young adult i think they called me the director at that point okay. um and then i didn't so like when i took the role i didn't really think in my mind like i, I was kind of naive about it but like not really because i was like if this is just part-time and that's all it's ever going to be then i'm not going to stay Right. part-time right yeah. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll do it and then i'll make sure it's transitioned and then I'm, i'll go work somewhere else right mm -hmm. um so i did that and then you know um mark really wanted me to be a part of the full-time team so I'd, I'd interviewed a few other places and stuff like that but eventually like i just knew victory was where i needed to be and the possibility for me to be full-time started so i literally graduated i think it was april 26 2019 mm -hmm. on a friday uh preached um to the young adults crew on a sunday night that's when we had our service uh and then they gave me monday off and then tuesday morning i was full-time as the college of young adult pastor so wow. it worked out that's i crazy. mean like i know a lot of people don't get jobs right out of college mm -hmm. and i had one 
literally the next morning when I woke up, I was a full-time employee That's crazy. with <laughs> salary and health benefits and stuff like that. So I'm blessed, but like college ministry is not what I saw myself doing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know that was an option, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I didn't know, like, and I didn't really necessarily feel called to it. Like when I stepped into it, I was like, this is going to look really good on my resume, you know, like, mm-hmm. and like, I like, I love the church. And I was like, I was passionate about the ministry yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in ways, but not like I am now, like, like I am now, like it's, I didn't see this necessarily. I didn't see this season then. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to look back and be like, man, I thought one thing, but God had other things in right. store. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the rundown. Nope. And, and um, like kind of like more on <clears throat> like that transition from like, being like a college like you were right like right out out of college like you were a college pastor like how, how I was, was in college and a college pastor in, you were in college and you had the full-time job well I had the part-time side essentially oh, oh, okay. the, the the only yeah, thing right, that changed right. was the amount that they were paying me yeah, yeah and essentially being at the church nine to five every day that's yeah. essentially the only thing that changed gotcha um so it was kind of interesting balancing the two because like I was like dude, I'm not just a volunteer anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I even tell a lot of our volunteers that, and like we have interns and stuff now, cause I have hindsight. Like I've been in that seat before. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't be afraid to come in here and fail at something and mm-hmm. mess something up. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing it to the best of your ability and like you're being consistent and you're giving it everything you got. I don't care if you fail because that's part of, that's a part of what this is. Right. And mm-hmm all the responsibility of all this stuff is not on you. It's on me. Mm. So like, it's on the people who are paid to be here. Mm -hmm. So like, as, as a volunteer, you get to, you get to mess up. But, but I felt that weight, not, not that, but like one thing that I I did tell myself early on was I wasn't scared to fail. And, and I had to tell myself that because the ministry was very infantile and there was a structure, but there kind of wasn't a structure. And like, I got to rebrand and change some things and Mm -hmm. like do some things like that. So that was really grateful for that. And I wasn't micromanaged by anybody. And I kind of got to do what I want wanted and kind of got to like restir some vision and stuff. So that was super cool, but I wasn't scared to like let anything flop. Like, I I mean, I felt the weight of the responsibility to, to, to succeed. Right. Right. But like, I also told myself, Hey, if it doesn't go as expected, just move on. Like you, there's it's water under the bridge at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like me saying that now, I'm like, I probably need to get more to that mind state again. Yeah. Not, but and I, and I know I can't just be like, Oh, if something flops. It just flops. You know, like I, that's not a great mindset to have at this point, probably, but also just like, I'm, I'm never the guy that's like, okay, we need this many people here. If this many people don't show up, it's not a success because for me, I'm like, I don't care who's there because we're doing it for that person. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it was, it was super interesting to balance the two though, between being a college student, cause I was sitting in classes with people who I was like ministering to. So yeah, like, that's, you that's know what I'm saying? Like it was, yeah. it was a very interesting dynamic and like leading teams. I had to like learn how to lead teams better. Yeah. Um, still learning that. Um, <laughs> cause it, cause it is a, it is a balance like leadership. I hate that our culture is so like our, our generation is so saturated about leadership and not like actual like biblical principle, even though leadership is a biblical principle. Like mm-hmm. we would yeah. rather trade that for a lot of things than be discipled and stuff like that and actually mm-hmm. pursue God sometimes, which I'm like, get over yourself and just serve. Yeah. But like leadership and building teams and building healthy teams and like managing people is, is an art. And it takes time and it takes experience. And I've done things completely wrong 
in like two years in, yeah. so, in some cases. And you just live and you learn. You notice when you were wrong about things and you keep moving. So it's been good. Yep. Yep. It's great. All right. So, uh, you know, you just described kind of a little bit of your beginning journey, but, uh, through, through your ministry, what's been your uh, favorite memory? Favorite memory. Mm -hmm. See, I, I read this question earlier when you sent me that and I was like, dude, I don't even know. Like, I don't even like there, there are a, a lot of memories that I have. Cause, cause the funny thing is, is like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in both worlds. So like, I, th I feel like God did give me what I felt like I was called to yeah. in youth ministry because I am technically a part of the youth team. So I'm at every youth event. Mm -hmm. I'm at every, everything the youth does, I'm a part of, mm -hmm. but I'm also the young adults pastor. So it's, it, I do, I do get that. So I, I would say like, I love the young adult memories I have, but I feel like they're all kind of like plain in my mind. Like they're, they're fun, but they're like, they're kind of plain. Yeah. You're in your role in there and there's right. Yeah. Right. But like for youth, I mean, dude, there's so the, there was this thing that we did when old town road was a thing, you know, Oh, oh God. <laughs> were you there for that? What was it? The bull? No, where we, we like tried to do an opener with old town road with like horse masks on. Oh yes. And, and it the was cowboy hats. so bad, bro. Like, it was like, so bad. We were just like dancing on the stage. Yeah, we tried to do like an opener, <laughs> and it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it was that's why it was very memorable. But dude, that's honestly, crazy. at this point, dude, actually, one of the best memories I have right now it was from our last service. We did a blind date between two of our young adults, and yeah, I need to show you that video. Yeah, it was I, Mark I Anthony and Kayla Ferreira. Oh wait, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, so that uh, was just a clip. Oh, there's a, there's like a seven minute video. <laughs> we we filmed for two hours. Then on a blind date, we took him to Palace Pizza. We took, him, we took we took him to the rec room, which is like that adult arcade. Yeah, downtown. yeah, 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 yeah. Super yeah. sick in there, by the way. If y'all yeah, haven't been, really it's nice. super cool. Um, and then we took him to the joinery and got him ice cream and stuff. But, so we filmed for two hours, but we cut it down to seven minutes and just like made it hilarious. I'll, I'll have to show y'all before I leave. But bro, that that video when I saw it, I was like, why is this? like so high quality like this because like bryce bryce wheeler was down there <laughs> just doing crazy. his thing bro when you got like thousands tens of thousands of dollars worth of camera gear you can do whatever you want it looked it looked like a freaking movie and i was like what are they about to do here but it was only like like what like 30 seconds and i was like it was like a heck? 10 second clip yeah, that we put yeah. on instagram so like just to tease people but <laughs> that that was, that was a pretty good memory just because like we got to show it in service and that was a that was a pretty cool element within our within our like valentine's day thing but Dude, I mean, youth camp, like I got to go to youth camp oh, as like was... a staff member in 2019. Obviously we didn't get to go last year, but that was a pretty cool experience because I didn't really know like what the vibe was gonna be because like our two youth pastors at the time, they were just like managing the camp. So they weren't really with the students. So I was and like helping lead the students to their stuff. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. this is different, um, but it was cool. So, mm -hmm. and I didn't have to stay in the bunks with the kids. So that was amazing. Yeah, I got amazing. to stay in the house, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's on property, but that's yeah, I would say, I would say those two things right now are something that stick out, but yeah, obviously cool. just like, I love being with our young adults though. Like yeah. anytime we do like an event, like we have a, we have a great crew. So like, yeah. And yeah, I feel yeah, like for sure. over the, over time since I've been there, like pe people have just gotten connected to things and like connected to our ministry and like 
people who weren't friends are now like best friends and like mm -hmm. you just see like relationships developing and like you see new people coming in and like starting to like kind of taste that like sense of community mm -hmm. and that's just like for me that's what i love to see right. i don't like nothing really sticks out to me where i'm like oh that was so sick because i'm like those are just moments you know what i'm saying that's just stuff that we do to like really have those like moments of like okay i belong here now like i, I can call this home so i feel like that yeah. for me is a pretty memorable thing every time um what is the greatest joy and greatest challenge in your current position the greatest joy and the greatest challenge yes i think for me i, I was thinking about this earlier i think for me it's like when people see their potential mm. like and they're not and they're not afraid to be embarrassed and they're not afraid to step out and they're not afraid to try something mm -hmm. that's also the greatest challenge is helping people see that for themselves right. yeah right. so like for me like there were some things that like i was like man i don't know if i can do that especially like if, if i would have like seen myself now four years ago i'd have been like nah there's no way like not not that i was like shy or like afraid but you know there is a sense of fear when you like haven't like seen the potential yet mm. and or not even that you see the potential but that you step out and like that potential begins to like increase yeah and so like for me i i love like that gives me joy when people like like step out and they're like starting to like lead and serve at like a higher capacity or like they're, they're starting to like maybe like step out of their comfort zone and like bring people into community. Mm -hmm. That's great. But that's also the challenge because I'm like, hey, I can't do it. I can't do it all. Mm -hmm. Like my job is to help you see that you can do it too. Because it's right. not about me. It's not about like VC, like VCY, our ministry is not about mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. It's about us. Like yeah. I, I never wanted to be about me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like a lot of times it can like ministries can be about the person who's leading it just by default. Mm -hmm. But I always tell like our volunteers and our team, like I'm like, if if I'm not here, like I want to, I want you to still feel the same community. I want you to, right. I want people yeah, to yeah, still yeah. be able to, to like feel belong, like because mm. it's not about w what I can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's about us. And like, so like, I think that brings me the most joy whenever I see like our team. Like every time we have a service now, I'm like, if you see somebody who's new, you know it immediately. If you see somebody who's lost completely in a crowd of people, you know it because they're not mm -hmm. talking to anybody. They're standing around. They might mm -hmm. be confused. That might be the first time there. I'm like, you know that person. Go make that person feel how you feel when you walk into this place. Right. Like you belong. That's the point. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I like when I see people who haven't done that in the past start to do that. I'm like, yes, that's that brings me a lot of joy because I'm like, I then I can just watch like i can just like <laughs> i don't have to do anything <laughs> i can leave <laughs> See you, you preaching later okay, cool. uh, no nah, but that's it's that's where i would probably land on that okay gotcha yeah that's what's up bro um and i know like you've shared like a lot about like how your um how your come up was like and how you got into like all the ministry stuff but um uh being a college pastor you probably have touched on this but what what advice would you give to college students um to help them keep their faith in like the secular environment that they live in like i mean college is different everywhere but like 
it's still like you get the freedom you get like that first experience of adulthood Mm -hmm. um like what's something that you can say that like um could help people like you know maintain their faith maintain maintain their walk with god in the midst of all the distractions and stuff to literally go to church (laughs) yeah (laughs) like like that's that's the big thing like Mm -hmm. even for just because like i'm one of those people like even for southeastern students yeah like it's it amazes me amazes me because I, I did this I did the same thing it amazes me how many Southeastern students they're juniors seniors and they don't have a home church in Lakeland wow. they just don't I'm like and then you and then like you you've realized that you've missed out hmm. and not that you can't come to Lakeland because a lot of people are transplants who are college students maybe mm-hmm. if you're from Lakeland then you might have a home church maybe you don't find a find a community at least that you can be a part of but like I think going to church is the biggest thing, like finding community that can challenge you and you can grow in and like you can belong to is the biggest thing. Like you guys know with the crew, the crew is a community within itself Mm -hmm. and people belong to it and they feel like you have this sense of like feeling of like, man, these are my people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can count on them and like you're pursuing godliness, like you're pursuing God together. So like you're on a mission together. And so like for me, I always tell, I always tell young adults this because Victory is an interesting place because it is old school. And there's a lot of great churches in Lakeland. I mean, this church is a great church. Like, there's a lot of great churches in Lakeland. So I'm like, hey, this might not be the church that you go to. I don't know. Go to church, though. Find somewhere and serve that place, too. Don't just, like, you can't, like, you can church shop for sure. Like, you find, find your place. But don't church shop forever because then you're never planted. That's mm-hmm. unbiblical to not be planted into a house and serve a house so that's that's that would probably be my biggest encouragement to college students as far as keeping like their faith strong and like because let's be real if you're like because I, I see this i'm 24 mm-hmm. my ministry is kids who are st- technically like still youth age kids a lot of them 18 19 those kids could still be in high school they just probably graduated but it's like they're still children you know what i'm saying they're still like in a stage of immaturity and they're like learning to be adults and they're going to be stepping out into some real world things. A lot of them probably have grown up in like sheltered homes or like maybe like their parents have like, you know, covered a lot of the responsibilities that they're now going to have to assume for themselves. But I'm like, if you don't have community to help you walk in that season, you're, you're, it's going to be hard. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. That's definitely like something that, I, I guess like it, it just depends on like having like the c- c- community like it's mm-hmm. it's all about like and that's the thing like surrounding yourself with the right mm-hmm. people and all that so, so that that's definitely like a a, a big thing yeah <clears throat> seems like a simple answer but it's not like it's really not it's really not just go to church yeah <laughs> literally just go, just to go. Church, bro because <laughs> yeah. because it's so easy not to go right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. especially especially in this like pandemic time of last year dude yeah, yeah. I mean it's easier not to go yeah. now yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was actually talking with another youth pastor in Lakeland the other day, and he was saying, you know, the church had to eat their words after 2020 because mm. at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, you heard a lot of the verbiage of like, it doesn't matter if you're in the building, you are the church. Mm-hmm. And now the church, in a lot of places where you can meet, they're like, you are the church, but you need to be in church <laughs> because they see that a lot of people struggle right. without 
like personal connection. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't be so personally connected through a screen. Like yeah. it's just the fact of the matter. Like I love online experience. I'm glad that we have that capability. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's not community ain't the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're not in community with people, mm-hmm. you do, it's literally not community <laughs> at that point. Right. Like, and so if if you're able to come to church and be a part of community, you should be there, especially if you're a Christian. Like. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous to say you're a Christian and not, not and forsake Christian. the gathering. That's literally in scripture. Do yeah. not forsake the gathering. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you have to gather. That's and the point of the whole thing, kind of. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. I think I, I've definitely learned was missing that at least during the pandemic times. It's, just, it's nice to have like the first couple of weeks is just like, oh, you know, it's nice not to get up early in the morning to 100%. go over to church. But then you're just like, oh, okay let's this is different this is different. yeah dude and trying to like create content for people to engage in is just mm. the worst because <laughs> it's like no nah, let's just get people here <clears throat> all right yeah um switching these up on a much um i guess uh away from the old serious questions mm-hmm. <clears throat> craziest thing you ever done in your life like like, like what do you think it is craziest thing I've ever done. Like, it doesn't have to be something, like, spiritual. Like, oh, I was here. No, no, no. Yeah, I but, like, just, like, don't I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that thing. guy. <laughs> don't pull <laughs> <it>, Tim. <laughs> yeah, bro. We played, I don't know if you saw it, but we played Two Truths and a Lie. This man gave three truths, three, three truths, because he's in a church and he's a pastor. <laughs> and I was like, bro, <laughs> why? <laughs> That's funny. But, um, yeah, craziest thing you ever done in your life. Um, craziest thing. I know it kind of put you on the spot. But no, dude, <laughs> w- one thing, it would definitely take the cake. I haven't done it. I want to go skydiving so bad. Uh-huh. But somebody told me that they knew a girl who just graduated in 2020 and her parachute didn't deploy. Mm-hmm. Oh, God bless her family. Gosh. But I'm like, I don't know if I want to go anymore. Mm-mm. That's the worst nightmare. Yeah. dude. And I'm terrified of heights. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I like the ground. We could just stay here. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I would say the craziest thing I've ever done. I'd rather do the indoor ones. I'll stick with that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. That's uh, about it. That's about the craziest it. thing, dude. Oh, man. So, this it's not really that crazy, mm-hmm. but um, when I was a freshman at Southeastern, we were like, "There's, there's like this, the power plant over here." Uh, you know, you know the one you can see it all around Lakeland, like the smoke coming out of it and stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 that one. It's yeah. like off of. Uh, it's like Lake. off Combi, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's off mm-hmm. Lake Gibson, right? Uh, Is it Lake Gibson? It's kind of off Combi. I don't know. I can't. I, know I can't pinpoint the the streets right now. No, no. Is it Lake Parker? Yeah, Lake, Lake Parker. Parker. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so me and my friends, who I'm still friends with today, oh, uh, we <laughs> we were out there like it was midnight, like probably twelve thirty. Oh, yeah. There's people working there. They work there all the time, I guess. Oh, and no. we were out there like messing around, and we were trying to get into the place because we didn't know like anything about it really mm-hmm. and there was like these old like just like burly dudes out there just like <laughs> yeah y'all can't come in here <laughs> like like just doing all kinds of stuff and at the time i have a friend who's like uh he yeah he's he's kind of a wild man and he had grown his hair out and grown his beard out real big and i had a pretty big beard at the time and 
I think I think there had been like some kind of domestic terrorism in in the United States at the at the time. Oh God! So wow. they were like, "We're gonna call the police if y'all don't leave." And we were like, "Nah!" Like we were like, "Like no, we're not leaving." Like, <laughs> there was only like four or five of us there, <laughs> but like we we kept like, we kept like talking trash to them and stuff like that. Oh my God! And eventually, like we left. And um, as we're leaving to go like back to campus, we see this like this cruiser just come by with blue lights on, flying past us, flew past us. And we were like, I think that thing is coming after us. So it flew past us to the power plant. And so like we kept going (laughs) and then uh, it turned around, pulled us over. And they were like, and the dude was like, I need need everybody's license in the car. And I pulled all of our license out. And he's like, he's like, where are you guys from? We're like, oh, we go to Southeastern. He's like, Oh, they thought you were terrorists, dude. <laughs> we're like, we're like, nah, we're savage dudes. He was like, y'all just, y'all just go home. And we're like, cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> terrorists, really? Yeah, I was That's like, so crazy. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you, did you have the long beard back then? I had a pretty nice beard at the time. I'm trying to figure out what they would make you think that you were terrorists. It was actually like. Just a demeanor. Like, just a demeanor. <laughs> we just had that. We just had that. Serious demeanor. Yeah. Oh Whatever that means. Whatever, yeah. yeah. It might be very offensive. We don't that, know. I don't know. We might have to cut this part out. <laughs> we just might have to. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's, that's crazy. Cut, play. <laughs> what about you? What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Uh, yeah. He just lives for God. He just lives for God. He does crazy stuff every day. He just lives for God, bro. That's it. I'm blessing Jacob. I'll live for God. Let's get stimulated. stimulated. I can't can't swim. swim. (laughs) Haven't done anything in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything crazy. Really? Yeah. Like, there's nothing. Okay, what's the craziest thing that you've ever done in your life? It doesn't have to be someone else's idea of crazy, but for you. I haven't. He wakes up at six thirty and lays there for an hour. <laughs> it's wild. No, honestly, I haven't done anything crazy. Zach? What about you? No, no, you, you, Jr. Bruh. Well, after that, I don't know. <laughs> um, dang. Um, well, this happened. I'm gonna. Um, it was uh, what was it? It was okay. It was fine arts. Okay. Okay. It was uh, we were going to Louisville. I think yeah. that was where nationals was at. Um, the night before we were all leaving, all the guys had like a sleepover. Mm-hmm. Um, it That's was cute. A, it was that yeah we 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 played had a pillow fight and all that. <laughs> <laughs> we did our nails, but um, no yeah so all the guys had a sleepover, and we we went to um, I think it was like a uh, I think it was I don't know where I think it was Austin Ryan's house. I don't know if y'all, y'all know Austin Ryan. Yeah, yeah yeah, I think it was his house. Um, I'm not really sure, but we were there. And then um, we did we said we were up all night and we just did crazy things. Like at one point we went into this house, like at like the far end of his neighborhood where it was just like abandoned. Like there was like vines going on. Like it was legit. Like looked like a haunted house. And we walked inside because it was unlocked. And bro, it, 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 it was crazy because <laughs> there was like a long hallway, Mm-mm. but at the end of it was a mirror. <laughs> oh my god, nah. dude! And then if you walk into the rooms. I mean, obviously, now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably just, like, builders and stuff. But, like, there were, like, like, like pickaxe marks in the wall. Like, there's, like, holes in the wall, like, from where, like, sledgehammers and stuff. I don't know. 
Yeah. But dude, I was like, dude, this is not it, bro. I just <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, that, that, I think that haunted house thing, that was just so like weird. I was like, bro, why are we here? Why are we doing this? Like, we're about to go to a Christian trip tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> but um, gotta let it all out before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. gotta let out all my all my secularity. <laughs> but um, no, nah, yeah, that that was that was just weird to me. I was just like, what the heck. And then like Shane was smart. He just fell asleep. Mm, so I was like. Yeah, he, he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to sleep here, bro. And he just, that was it. He was out. In the house that y'all broke into? No, 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 no. I'm just going to sleep here. I, I was, yeah, I'm just going to sleep here, bro. <laughs> no, no he, was, he, he just, like, didn't want to come. He was just like, bro, I'm tired. I'm just going to sleep. That's I smart. was like, dang, I wish I was that smart. But <clears throat> it's all right. Um, But that that's, that's what it was. That's pretty wild. Right. Okay. It's kind of wild. Okay. What's up, Zach? Other than wearing those shorts. <laughs> yeah, these shorts are wild. Hey, bro. Floral print. It's Florida, it's Florida, baby. It's warm outside. Exactly. <laughs> Sky's out, thighs uh, out. No one can see the There shorts. we go. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, put a picture of it. We'll put a picture of the shorts on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I think the, it's probably not the craziest thing I've done, but it's the one that comes to memory. Is uh, probably a few months ago. Y'all, y'all know geocaching, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what that okay. is. Yeah, yeah. So we went geocaching in downtown Lakeland. Okay. Um. Not necessarily the smartest idea. Uh, it took us over to <laughs> some spot off of Memorial oh Road. Okay. And uh, so the geocache was at the back of this parking lot, which had closed for the night. And there was a palm tree back there, right? And so I'm like, all right. Hey, it's probably over there near that palm tree. <laughs> oh, I go up. I'm, I'm searching the palm tree. There's another person with me. This person's like, is that a blanket in the tree? In and the so, tree? Yeah, 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 in the tree. Like, because, you know, palm trees can have, like, multiple. Like, oh, oh, so it was, like, a bunch yeah. of palm trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, gotcha, okay. And okay. so there was, like, a blanket in the middle. Uh-huh. I was like, huh. And I was like, wait, that looks like the size of a person. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, is there a homeless person sleeping in this tree right now? And you have to geocache them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> geocache like, hey, find uh, this homeless person. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, nah, so we, we dipped. And then I was like, I I wonder if that was homeless. So I came back, right? Oh, oh God. <clears throat> I got within like maybe five feet before I was like, started thinking about what could have happened. Like the worst case scenarios. Like what if this person <laughs> yeah. is on like little running through your head yeah, on track and like decides to attack me? You're doing you shouldn't be doing in like a horror film. Like you went <laughs> exactly. back to the... <laughs> you went, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you <bro>. went back. <laughs> um, so I went back and then like everything started coming. Like what if this person's you know messed up and like crazy and decides to attack me and so i was like eh, i'm not gonna get any closer he just left after that yeah that's the craziest thing i've done that can come to me were, were, were you wearing those shorts <laughs> 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 these are my wild shorts okay? yeah yeah he's, he was wild that night right? <laughs> what time was it like it was pretty late 10 11 Oh, yeah, that's scary, bro. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing this. But this man went back. He laughed. He was like, yeah, he's like, he's like, like you know, I'm kind of scared. I'm trying to get, be a little he's more like, bro, scared. I'm just trying but, to finish uh, the geocache. I'm more curious than scared. Yeah, so that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I did something worse, but I can't think of anything else. So Yeah. The suspense. The suspense of that story. Yeah, I know. I was just like. Back alley. I know, like, <laughs> and then he was like, "Yeah, I just came five feet and left." <laughs> I was about to like, oh, like, okay. he, like poke the thing or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, expecting I some action brave. to go on. I was not that brave. Yeah, 
He didn't feel He wasn't stimulated enough <laughs> I, I didn't have the shirt bro I didn't have the shirt <laughs> oh, oh, Okay Thank you Oh my gosh Alright so back to questions mm-hmm. Alright so where do you hope to be 10 years from now Maybe 15 even I kind of hate this question. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to put it in there, you know. It's it's an interview. No, 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 no for sure. But <laughs> it's like, like a, I, every but like basic interview question. <laughs> no, it is. But like, I hate when people ask me like, like, what do you think your next step is? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> too busy worrying about this. I, 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 I literally <laughs> don't know what I'm gonna do later. Like, I don't know. But I, I do have goals, obviously, for my life and stuff. So like, mm-hmm. I, I think in ten to fifteen years, I'll probably be, I'll probably have a family. So like. I think for me, like I grew up in a really, a, a really awesome family, like and that I'm super grateful for. Yeah. Like it was easy to take it for granted, like growing up. But then, yeah. when, like when you get out in the world and you see that a lot of people don't have that privilege to have a great family, mm-hmm. like it makes you appreciate it. And then, like say, man, I was really, I had, I had the, I had that advantage to, to my, just, just to my well being. Like yeah. not even like above other people, but just for myself, like that's an advantage for yourself mm-hmm. to just have that. So I think for me, that's like my main goal. I don't really know where I'll be career wise. Like, will I be a young adult pastor in 10 years? I don't know. Like, I don't really have like, do you want to be, I don't know. I really don't. I really can't, can't answer that question. Like it's, it, it sounds like I'm copping out of the answer. I know, yeah. but, no, like, but I'm, like, I, I, understand I, I swear like, that yeah. I'm not. Cause I really, yeah. I really just don't know. Like a lot of people are like, I mean, I want to be a senior pastor. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to do that. Like, I don't feel called to that necessarily right now. Mm-hmm. And like calling, I feel like is one of those things in the church and in like this generation that like we get caught up in a lot. And I'm like, but just do something like just go to church, you know, how that's, just do something with yourself. Like you, you might not do what you're called to do right now, but eventually it might find you down the road somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I heard uh, somebody describe calling like this one time. Calling is a pasture that we're all in. Mm. So everybody's call is the same in the church. Everybody's call is the same. Like we're all called to do the same thing, Mm -hmm. to make disciples, to spread the gospel. Right. It's the same. Your assignment within that calling is different and can change within seasons of your life. So I see my assignment within my calling right now as young adult pastor at Victory Church. How long will that assignment last? I don't know. Now I did whenever I was graduating and like choosing my like job and like deciding where I wanted to be. I wanted to give wherever I was first, at least five years. Like I wanted to give that place five years. Mm -hmm. Um, So year two getting there. Um, Now at five years, I'm not going to be like, peace out. No, I don't think that's going to happen. But, but it's like, I, I just really don't know, man. Like I really don't, especially with COVID, like things can change so rapidly in your life, like in the world. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I really just don't know. I really, I really have no clue what like 10 to 15 years. I just, I really hope to just be like, I guess, have a family if that's in the cards, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. And just be the best person I can be, I guess, you know, like I have goals for myself this year and like that will set my, that will set me up for like seasons to come and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But it's so hard for me to answer that and like give like a straight, straight answer because I also don't want to box myself in like, 
if I would have said, man, I'll never do anything but youth pastoring, oh, yeah. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then I had a guy uh, who's actually, he's, he's like a pastor in North Carolina. He travels and speaks a lot now. But he told me my senior year, like my first semester, my senior year at Southeastern, he was like, hey, you're going to graduate in a few months. And guess what? You can do whatever you want to do. He was like, if you want to go live in Europe for a year, you can do that. You're a grown man. I was like, you can't tell me that right now. That's not, that's not, that's not what, that's not what people say because, but he's right. He was like, you only have one loyalty and that's to Jesus. And so I just know that as long as I live my life loyal to that, obviously I want goals and I want to be successful. And like, I have, I have, there's, there's the, there's the very practical things that I feel like everybody has in their life. I don't have like goals to like, I want to write a book and like, like, I I think that would be cool, but that's not like in my sights right now, Mm -hmm. right now. Like I feel like I'm young and I'm just starting still in my professional career and in my, in my career of ministry. And I don't want to look so far ahead that I miss that. I miss what's in front of me every day. That's good. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so 10 to 15 years, maybe I'll be, Maybe I'll have like 14 kids, who knows? But, <laughs> but, 14 kids, good Lord. Nah, but like, I think it would be cool to like, just, just be a good dad. I had, a, I have a good dad. So, Amen. and I'll be 15 years, shoot. I'll be like 40, dude. That's crazy. I'll be 39 years old. Hope, hope I still have my, my, my luscious locks. If not, I have, <laughs> I have the, I have the nicest beard you've ever seen. <laughs> That's what's up, bro. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you kind of mentioned some people along the way, but like, um, who are some people that like have been most influential to you in your life, like in your journey and stuff like that? Sure. Um, I, I think both of my parents are very influential in my life. My dad, uh, love that dude. Like he's, he's a brilliant person yeah. and just like one of the best people like you'll meet. I know everybody says that about their parents who they like, but like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I just I look up to him a lot and I mean I call him probably he calls me a lot just to ask me how the, he called me during this I, I was during like this I'm pretty sure he just called you yeah he, he, like he'll, and that that phone call was literally how you doing good all right talk to you later <laughs> like just checking up I'm like thanks that's what's up though bro no like yeah. and, and that's just how he is but he's just he's an engineer so, oh, okay, so, right. so my mom's a pastor my dad's not a pastor I didn't get into that my dad's not vocationally in ministry so which is kind of an interesting dynamic so yeah, I was a PK scary. but not my dad wasn't the pastor um so he's uh, an uh, engineer, very brilliant person. Obviously, if you're an engineer, yeah, you're probably sure. pretty smart. Um, so I asked him for help help with math when I was younger one time because he gave me a front and back, and I just needed the answer. And I was like, all right, never asking you for help again. <laughs> I was like, I just needed to know what the answer was. I didn't need to know all that <laughs> because he geeks out over numbers and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> but, no, nah, I, I think him um, – There's like a, there's like so many people that are like super influential. Um, my older brother Ben, uh, he's he was he's been a worship pastor at a church for a while. He's pretty influential in my life. Kind of paved the way I feel like for myself. And uh, he's just a he's also just an incredible person. Pretty smart guy. Like look up to him a lot. And then I would say um, Mark Hilton. He's pretty influential in my life. He's kind of my boss, 
but I, that's not how, that's not like how our relationship is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I like I see him as a big brother kind of. So mm. he's like our department <clears throat> head. Um, but he's he's been an incredible person in my life, voice in my life as long as I've been at Victory and especially professionally because I've just learned so much just from mm. being around him because he's like a jack of all trades kind of person like oh, he knows yeah, a little sure. bit about everything especially within the church and then like he just shows me too like priorities as far as family and ministry mm. and like balancing things and like I've and he's just a great friend as well yeah. like so he's like it's, it's weird because like I always call him old and stuff because he's 32 <laughs> and I'm 24 and like Ben, who is, who also works with us, is twenty three, and so like we're like, dude, you're the old guy. But like, <laughs> but it it really is nice to have somebody who's like been there, done that. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, I remember when I was twenty four, yeah, and I was in ministry, and don't don't do this or do this or this is this is this is how you walk into this situation or this is how you handle this or like, oh, you need a hand or like, hey, don't do it like this, do it like this. So like, I'm I'm grateful for that because mm-hmm. there were some places that I could have gone and. And or I could have been anywhere and not had that kind of person by my side, you know, yeah. to kind of like help me along the way. Yeah. And I would have been a hu- at a huge disadvantage. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's like a thing. Any, any like field that you're in, it's always good to just find someone that's like in the same thing as you, but like a few years older. You know what I mean? hundred percent. And, and that would just, like, just help you so much. I, like I couldn't imagine being anywhere <clears throat> and having to like problem solve without mm-hmm. without like a person like him. It would be terrible. Like I would be making so many mistakes, so. Awesome. Um. So that's <clears throat> honestly, you know, we really learned a lot through these interviews. Yeah, for sure. It was just that was great. Know, get to pick your mind about different aspects <clears throat> of ministry. That was yeah. really cool. Um, this is just our one um, last question. Um, so if we could take our place. Like right here, mm-hmm. All right? What would you have asked yourself that we didn't ask you? This is basically our way of saying like we probably didn't think of something good. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if there was, if there was one thing that through <clears throat> this whole session that you wanted to say, like, and, and use this time to say anything that you want to, so anyone yeah. that's listening and all that whatnot. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to say something nice about the podcast, you can do that too. <laughs> Donate, um, <laughs> <laughs> donate plasma, <laughs> dude. They're paying out for plasma right now. Yeah. For real? If you have the antibodies of COVID, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah it's a hundred dollars every time you donate plasma. Yeah. And you can donate twice a week. Yeah, I'm gonna leave because plasma, like they, they, you know, they take your blood, they extract the plasma, and then they put the blood back in your body. Yeah. So, and but like if you go, if you go to somebody somewhere that like. Next <laughs> no, no, but like if you if you go somewhere t- where people donate plasma, you know the kind of people who do, who are donating plasma. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> not gonna see me in there. <laughs> but because a lot of college students right now are doing that, and I'm like, stop doing that. It's weird. <laughs> it's like so weird. But um, no questions, man. I I, I mean y'all y'all covered a lot. I feel like I feel like we got I feel like I got long winded on like the polar bears and stuff. That's, <laughs> that's my bad. <laughs> you polar bears <laughs> though. Um, no, I I would say I would say y'all covered pretty much the basis. Like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I mean like if it was very personal like it was cool man. I'm yeah. I'm not picky on the questions I'm asked. I guess. Yeah, I mean they, they they weren't weird questions so I think that was yeah. cool. 
I'm sorry, I was not a not unprepared. The serious ones. No, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're unprepared at all. No, I think you. it was good. Like, yeah, we just. I, I, I didn't want to like write up stuff because I'm like, I want it to be organic. Kind of genuine. I, yeah, wanted, yeah. I wanted it to be like a conversation. So yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. That was like the biggest thing. Um, but yeah, you killed it, man. You guys Great, killed it. Bro. Well, um, thanks for, for thanks for thanks for joining us here. Thanks man. for having me. Of course, bro. Yeah. It's been it's been great talking to you. It's been great. Um, and thank you guys for uh, listening and watching, uh, whatever you were doing. And uh, stay updated for more um, for more things that we're posting out. Uh, we'll definitely keep uh, working on newer things. Our website is coming out really soon. We are working on that. Yes. Um, that is in the works. Um, is there anything you want to share to the audience, Matt? Drop your Instagram name. We'll <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. put everything in. Like, yeah. So for people to connect with you, is it through Instagram the best way? Instagram, yeah, Instagram. probably. Yeah, and then same thing for uh, the ministry VCYA. VCYA, what that which, stands is, for? which is Victory CYA, which is Victory College and Young Adults. Yep. Okay. It's a mouthful. There's a lot of acronyms yes. there. I know. <laughs> 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 oh, All man. right. Well, anyways, yeah, we'll plug in your uh, your social media and all that in cool. the yep. in the description. Uh, if anyone wants to get connected with uh, with what his ministry, with what he's doing, uh, or just, you know, talk to him, all that stuff, for ask sure. any more questions that you got. But, um... <clears throat> I think we're we're all good. Y'all got cool. anything to say? No. Hmm? I'm just than, all said. Other than thank you for making the crew part of your day, whether you were listening, watching, or both. Check out our Instagram for updates, events, and more. Like I said, like Jr. said, the website will be coming out soon. Yep. And then always remember, always appreciate the creation. Stay connected with the creator, and join us next time here on the Crew Podcast. Mm-hmm.